Hey, doing everybody? King of Podcast here with you. Doing my very first podcast on Anchor, like a little mini podcast, if you will. That's what I plan to go and do with this, and see how it turns out for people that want to listen into it. Because, you know, I do two podcasts of my own, which is the Wrestling Is Real podcast. The other one is the Broadcasters podcast. But I only limit myself to an hour. And if you know me long enough, you would know that I can talk a whole lot more. So that's why I'm here. Tonight, as I record this, I want to give a review of Captain Marvel. I just went to the Regal Theater down here where I'm at in Florida. And I just got out of it. 10.50 showing, the last showing here at the theater in the big, like, IMAX type thing here. And, you know, probably had it about half full. There were people that came for the movie, obviously, Captain Marvel, but... Wasn't as big a turnout as I was. And the other thing that also concerned me was, even though Rotten Tomatoes gave it 79%, audience score 49%. Now I know why. So those that might have caught this early, the Marvel fans might feel disappointed in a number of things. Now, I'm not one of these uh, MCU prophets here. Somebody that watches these movies and says, oh, wow, this is like the best thing since sliced bread. Listen, I enjoy Marvel just as much as anybody else, but not I'm just not a super fan. I never have. But I've watched more than enough to give my, you know, my credibility of the Marvel movies I watched, what? Uh, three Iron Mans, two to three Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. I saw one, the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I saw, whew, oh, all the Captain Americas. I've seen... Both Ant-Mans, I saw only Logan. I never watched any of the X-Men. So that's kind of gives you an idea of where I'm at, of what I watch. And so, when I did see Spider-Man Homecoming, that's right. So, for me, and I think I did see Fantastic Four, but I'm not, it wasn't, I didn't watch it really extensively. I wasn't really putting a whole lot of focus into it. The Rise of the Silver Surfer, I remember that. It was like in the background. Somebody else was watching. I just happened to be in the room. Okay, back to the original point. So Captain Marvel, I was already reading some things about how... Well, if I'm right, isn't the original Captain Marvel supposed to be a man? And I'm not saying anything about that. I just think that when Marvel does these movies, you can still do things where you can keep yourself within the context of the original comics. So I don't get what they did here. I mean, Brie Larson, she's okay. She did, uh, you know, she's a good actress. Didn't know if she was really made for this role. And the story they try to tell, it was, you know, they try to add a little bit of the funny, which wasn't a whole lot of. And some of the jokes did not fall well with the crowd that was watching with me. And then, you know, some of the things they did where the story, I mean, the story put together was good. But I just think the character placement and some of the things they were trying to almost create, like some real life, something that... that assimilates or actually that relates to how real reality is that's what i thought they were trying to do okay i'm all for a woman that's you know strong woman and you know powerful and all that and i'll tell you i watched alita battle angel a couple weeks ago i thought it was a better movie than a captain marvel was all right i remember seeing peppermint last year with jennifer garner i thought that was a better movie than this was and i'm not one to say that marvel movies i'm usually pretty impressed by them this was not they missed the ball here. I don't think they got everything here. And I think, you know, 
you do, if you're a Marvel fan, you're kind of made to watch the movie anyway because you're trying to figure out anything that might come into the storyline for Avengers Endgame, you know, the final part of the saga. So we saw what that was, and, you know, we got some backstory on the shield and how it was created. But, you know, the fact that they decided to go ahead and create this, you know, the thing is they're taking some, some of the people at Marvel Studios, they're taking the leisure of taking characters they have now and just, you know, changing them just for the sake of. I mean, that's what we're getting in some of these genre movies anyway. All these action superhero type films are Star Wars movies, you know, when you now have a female, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong, but when you have the Luke Skywalker character, the new Jedi as a woman, and they really are trying to push that across, and then the other, what was it, the uh, the next uh, edition of Star Wars, and I forget the name, oh, Force Awakens. No, wasn't that? No, 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 I forget what it was now. Shh. Tells you how bad that is. But the last Star Wars well, not solo, but the last Star Wars in the tri- in the uh, in the actual saga, they did the thing where you know they tried to make it where it was women that were saving the day and the men were just weaklings and they were the submissives. Meanwhile, the women were dominant. Okay, if you can make it believable, all right, but I don't feel like it was believable. And then here, the woman, uh, you know, Brie Larson's character, the Captain Marvel. You know, you see the character as Captain Marvel, but still, I don't think it resonated right. And it's not because it can't, it's not, it doesn't have to be a woman. We can have characters that can be women all the time, but my thing is, stick to the comic, right? With Black Panther, you know, it did stick to the comic. And people were trying to think this has got to be something else. But Black Panther last year was fantastic. You know, that's a movie you can watch over and over. The whole Wakanda thing, hey, it went over big. That was the best performing movie last year of all of these type of movies and the best Marvel movie they had in a couple of, you know, Marvel, Black Panther did about as good as the Avengers did. So they're going to come back with another one of those. Captain Marvel, I don't know about that so much. You want to keep it as a character that comes in later on? Okay, but for what they did tonight, this particular movie missed the ball. And it's because they decided to take some leisure, some freedoms, with the original intent of the Captain Marvel character. So whoever thought this was a good idea to make the character a woman, I mean, is this if it's supposed to placate some social construct or something like that and try to create some type of messaging that we're supposed to get about, you know, women and then also the people that were, you know, trying to make a, the characters decrees like there's some kind of people that are, oh, we have problems with borders or we have problems with, you know, got to make sure diversity and inclusion's all in the plan. I think, you know, it's the things that we, I think people want to get away to watch the movies in the first place to get away from the regular politics and the crap that we see on TV and the news today. Like we're trying to get away from what the news tells us, all the events that are going on, the things that are around us. I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. I want to escape. This is supposed to be a diversion, not a movie about trying to include and implement and conform people to some thought or thought process or thinking. I don't need that. And I'm not trying to be political here. I'm just thinking you could tell there's the kind of message you're trying to put into this. And it's like, well, if that's what the movie's about, okay, then I'm expecting it. But, you know, if it's not a political message and it's not some kind of a message you're trying to get that I might not agree with, it's not a matter that I don't want to agree with it. It's just that, does that need to be in a Marvel movie? Like, they're taking advantage 
of a movie that's going to be seen by a lot of people, right? And, and it's a mainstream movie that somehow, some way, Hollywood or whichever people that were behind it decided to go ahead and take some freedom with the script, with the original intent of a character that Stan Lee created. And unfortunately, he passed away. So when this movie, he might have had some influence when it was here because he was part of the production, but obviously he was in ill health and bad health. So we don't know what, how much he was involved in the movies anymore. And to the point of people looking to make sure to keep his vision intact, because now it's not there anymore. Stan Lee could go ahead and whatever he wants. Now it's a matter of, I don't think people are going to go ahead and stick to that. And that might be a sign of things to come when it comes to Marvel. Because, look, Iron Man's not going to be coming back. You're going to know Robert Downey Jr. probably will not reprise. If I'm correct, Chris Evans will not reprise Captain America. And I don't know who else that's going to be a part of anything. If they're just going to have to recast all the stuff they're doing and restart things. Well, if that's the case, you know, the Marvel movies, you know, they've been coming out year after year after year with several big blockbuster hits. And they want to keep that money coming. That's what Disney wants. They want that money to come. I mean, even Disney, well, they didn't have any problem putting out any of their content when it comes to movies. They made sure to see Dumbo and they saw these other animated flicks that are coming up, Frozen. Like, is that the stuff that Marvel fans are going to go see? Probably not. They didn't have anything promoting Avengers Endgame in the trailers for Captain Marvel tonight. What is that supposed to be? You know, you could just tell that there's a different agenda going on here, and that's not good. And that's what we're coming from now. I don't know what to think. If we're getting this kind of thing coming up now from Disney doing this to Marvel, then what is that going to be for the Marvel Universe? I mean, I think people need to be concerned about it because we might be seeing some changes that are not going to be in line with the original intent of what Marvel Comics is all about. I think the people that now control Marvel Studios and Marvel Comics, they're going to control the narrative now. They're going to change it and re they might just try to rewrite what was originally put together by Stan Lee and his partner. They just might do it. They could do that and they could really... What will they do to the characters that we've all grown up with? With Spider-Man or Iron Man or what have you? What will they do? These are the kind of things I would think about. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to probably come back to this and talk about it on the Broadcasters Podcast. Over on Thursday nights, I uh, record the show. Put it out Fridays. You can listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. So you can find it all there. And I hope you get a chance to check it out for yourselves. It'll be great. Now, in the meantime, just uh, enjoy yourselves. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I'm going to get it shared out to some people. And if you guys get to listen to it, then by all means, hit me back up. You can also add me on uh, Anchor. I'm going to find the best way to do that. As soon as I find that out, I'll get you guys set up with that. But in the meantime, kingofpodcasts at yahoo.com, kingofpodcasts at yahoo.com, best way to reach out to me. Or find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash kingofpodcasts. Or I'm on Twitter at kingofpodcasts. Or if you need to find all that stuff, find my website, kingofpodcasts.com, kingofpodcasts with an S.com. That's going to do for me. Now, we'll talk later.